Warning, this podcast episode contains swearing, drinking, discussions of gross medical things, and some pretty gross surgeries. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Demons and Balloonies, the podcast where we whip up a drink and talk about some spooky shit. I didn't think of an intro. Dumbass. My entire life. Snappy, come on, snappy. She's Molly and her entire life is getting <laughs> Wait, okay, I got one. Hello and welcome to Demons and Bellinis, the podcast where we whip up a drink and talk about some spooky shit. I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm Molly. Okay. It sucks. It's a reference to, okay, fine, I'll think of another one. <laughs> oh, no, I, just, I just, I just don't really ever care. Okay, okay, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. Hello and welcome. Shut up! <laughs> that was fine. I don't see anything wrong with being a Hufflepuff. No, yeah, no, no. I, I have a better one. one. I have a better I'm one. I have a better okay, one. Okay, fine. Say it. Hello and welcome to Demons and Bellinis, the podcast where we whip up a drink and talk about some spooky shit. I'm a banshee screaming in the moors. I'm Molly. And I don't have a problem with monster f***ing. Ashley. <laughs> and I'm lactose intolerant. I'm Bethany. <laughs> you know what my my intro is? It, you know what that is? That's character growth. <laughs> Monster dating simulator. I would be all over that shit. I'm pretty sure that exists. Today I'll be talking about Nopeming Sanatorium in Duluth, Minnesota. So grab a beverage of your choosing, get cozy, and check your closets for six-foot-tall Minecraft YouTubers, and remember to stay peachy. Hello? <laughs> That's a real fear of mine. That is, yeah. <laughs> I'm very scared. That's what was ominous of the idea, as the idea of just a horse in your doorway. <laughs> just, just, you open your closet, what's up guys, today we're going to be doing a Minecraft tutorial. <laughs> what's wow. up guys? Theme music here. to no pemming we were i was supposed to do this last week mm-hmm. but okay, it, but we, we didn't because molly just didn't segue to it but whatever it's fine God, right damn here it, now. Molly. i'm sorry God, damn it so um you uh for those of you who've been listening to us for a while i did a episode on the house that inspired the conjuring movies mm-hmm. and there's been some updates about that house that i feel like are worth mentioning because they're i saw on snapchat someone moved in yes it's dumbassery at its finest (laughs) so basically um back in like july a whole bunch of articles started popping up where a family bought the house that inspired the conjuring movies and it's uh the the father of the family his name is Corey heisen he is a paranormal investigator he his wife and their son they don't live in the house they don't intend to live in the house but they're recording the house 24-7 for paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. 
because they eventually want to open the house up for ghost tours. This just sounds like a huge When can we cash... book tickets? Yeah, it just sounds like a cash grab to me. Yeah. <laughs> because like, you know that there's going to be those people who are like, oh, the house inspired by The Conjuring. Let's go see it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, f*** yeah. Let's go see it. <laughs> Let's, Let's go see it. Let's go see it. If I just happen to be in the area. <laughs> yeah, right? But that just seems like what it is. But they, ha- they already captured footsteps, knocking sounds, and doors opening on their own. Uh, Heinzen, he's an experienced paranormal investigator. He apparently investigated Waverly Hills and... Penhurst. Mm-hmm. Um, he also says about the house, quote, I've had a hard time staying there by myself. I don't have the feeling of anything evil, but it's very busy. You can tell there's a lot of things going on in the house. I love the, I love, it's busy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can certainly, like, get that feeling, though, if you go into a place that has, like, a lot Just of... Just like a busy mall on Boxing Day. <laughs> oh my god, I went to the, the mall... It's like Black Friday, but the deals aren't good. It was bad. No, we only bad. bought, like, shampoo. I, I think I bought a shirt when I went. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was bad. stupid. Why was I there? <laughs> Back to the subject at hand. To make things even more spicy. I literally, that's my notes, is to make things more spicy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Ghost Adventures crew will be investigating the house for their Halloween special. And this just makes, and then when I, when I put that back to, like, they want to do it for ghost tours, it's... A total cash grab, especially if they start doing it after that yeah. TV special premieres. Like, f- we get it. You're just trying to make a buck. Yeah. Aren't we all just trying to make a buck yeah. in this economy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe but if also, I had enough money to buy a haunted house, I would do it too. I mean, yeah. But like, they apparently saw this place that it was for sale on like an online forum. It wasn't that much because nobody else wanted to buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still just. Mm-hmm. It's not free real estate, but it's cheap real estate, and that's almost <laughs> that's cheap real estate. Yeah, as good as it. Gets. I mean, to the ghosts in there, it's free real estate. Yeah, well, that's true. The ghost is like, mm, maybe it's estate. like a ghost of someone who lived there though, and they died, so they did pay for it. And then, can you imagine? You're still in your house, but People someone else is moving in. in. Yeah, that's like, that's how haunting for your house. Yeah, that's how haunting. That's how haunting goes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, I still owe money on this. My mortgage isn't up for another uh, thirty years. Oh, I'm not paying a mortgage. Apparently, that's if I'm a dead, thing, though. though. Like, if you're if you know you're gonna die soon, cancel your credit card so they're gonna go after your family. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> or just not if you don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like, or just don't. Die. Isn't it only if you owe money though on your credit card? Probably. So if you know you're gonna die. Just pay off your credit card. That's you should too. be paying off your credit card already for. A f- Say, pay off your credit card, like, everyone. If you're dying, I don't know like, if taxes are high on your priority list. Oh, I guess. I don't know. My taxes are really early. high, so I always pay mine off every month. Yeah. 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 Also, the idea of just Zach doing his shit in that house is very I'm terrifying. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no point asylum. It's called no pamming. God. <laughs> Anyways. No point to this. Anyways, no pamming sanatorium. No you might recognize the Pemming Sanatorium because Ghost Avengers also investigated it. I chose it because it was one of my favorite episodes. Eat my ass. So- <laughs> Do you actually want them to? No. <laughs> well, Ghost Adventures, you heard it here. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Zachary Bagels, you heard it first.
I'm can't. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, no Pemex Sanatorium in Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> it opened in May 1912 to house tuberculosis patients. In 1957, it opened its doors to the elderly and fully became a nursing home in 1971, as there are no more patients to TB because people invented the vaccine. Vaccinate your fucking kids. Yeah. The building was abandoned in 2002. On the note of vaccinating your kids, I'm going to just delve a little bit into the history of tuberculosis. Kind of as an em- to emphasis. Yeah. To emphasize? Why you should vaccinate. Yes. Because tuberculosis sucked ass. Mm-hmm. It sucked your ass? Not mine. <laughs> your ass. Did it suck others' asses? Probably, but not mine. People had tubers in their losuses. <laughs> <laughs> like tubers, like potatoes, that's a tuber, right? Um, carrots, <laughs> vegetables, the thick root, that's a tuber. It's a tuber? A tuber. Okay. A tuber is a thick root mm-hmm. in your lung, though. Yes. That's the tuberculosis. <laughs> You've got seeds. Your you lungs. know so much about different kinds of plants. You I do. Tuber. I know a lot about plants. I'm a country girl. <laughs> so tuberculosis, <laughs> as defined by HealthLink BC, is, quote, caused by bacteria that spreads through the air when a person with contagious TB coughs, sneezes, sings, or talks. Things. Yeah, I know. This is. (laughs) You're all sick. (laughs) TB usually affects the lungs, but it can also affect other parts of the body, like glands, bones, joints, kidneys, brain, and reproductive organs. Damn. TB is mine, (laughs) Jonah. More likely than you think. So symptoms of tuberculosis include a cough that pulls a thick, cloudy, and sometimes bloody mucus from the septum <laughs> in the lungs. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a TB cough. I'm yeah. sorry, tu- tuberculosis is still in some countries, and that's pretty disrespectful of me. I apologize if you have TB. Vaccinate your kids. <laughs> that's right. Um, it can also cause tiredness, weight loss, nights, night sweats, or heat flashes, fever, rapid heartbeat. Swelling in the neck or lymph nodes, and shortness of breath and chest pains. Oh my god. I've woken up sweaty in the night. I woke up sweaty last night. <gasps> You're fucked. Don't Do you think fucking cough. I have been coughing because my throat's been messed up yeah. since I was in grade four. Do you think I caught TB then? Well, here's <laughs> how you can ha- take care of it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> TB you... is uh, normally treated with antibiotics. People who have TB today will be cured if they seek medical help and take the medications as prescribed for at least six months. However, it didn't used to be like that, and we should be very grateful that TB can be so easily cured now because there were some cures in the past that were really f***ed. Did it involve, like, bloodletting? Or is that, like... Something like that, but I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> if you've got TB in your... Um, reproductive organs. You need one of those medical vibrators that people used to have. Or you can, like, do you have hysteria? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> just flush it out. I know that vaginas are self-cleaning, but flush just flush it out. It out. Put flush one out leg up on the shower. Put one leg up on the wall and just scrub it out. Scrub it. Get it out. <laughs> Anyways, tuberculosis has been a very prominent disease throughout much of human history. In medieval England and France, TB was known as the king's evil. And it was believed that those affected by it could be cured by a touch from the king or going to, like, a tomb where there were artifacts from monarchy and they would just have to touch them and they would be cured. 
So, uh, don't go there, right? Did that... If you're healthy. Did that work at one point? No. Is that why that, like... Maybe... Maybe they had, like, one case and it's like, oh, shit, I'm cured. It was, I'm like, cured. just one coincidence. Just like, yeah. But, yeah, it was... Fine. Mm. Anyways, in 1363, a French surgeon named... Can you read this Does name? French lady? Guy. Guy de... Chaliac? Is he f- No. I, I feel like maybe he would f- not. I feel like he would maybe f- occasionally. Because <laughs> occasionally. Like, like, gee, like, I don't know how it's spelled, but, like, gee, like, like, guy. No, but, like, we're thinking, like, gee, you know, that, that, like, oh, the fermented butter. butter. That doesn't f- <laughs> It's slippery, but it doesn't f- Alright. So he came up with another way to cure TB other than being touched by a monarch. <clears throat> gee. Mm. Proposed, quote, the removal of the scrolophus gland with an engraving as recommended by Paul of Angina, who advised the surgical removal of the disease gland, taking care not to harm vessels or nerves of which of which the neck region is rich. So where's the gland? Is it just in the neck? It's in the neck, which is, he's on the right path, but tuberculosis mostly affects the lungs. So he thought, because one of the symptoms is swelling in the neck, he thought, if you take out some of the glands there, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. But you're not. Yeah, you're he's not. just taking out glands You have to take neck. out the lung. <laughs> Remove we'll, your lungs. We'll get there. Oh. 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 So in 1722, English physician Benjamin Martin published a... He f- Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin Martin. My brother's name is Benjamin. 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 So, anyway, okay. Benjamin Martin published uh, a new theory of consumption. Call him by his name, Jammin. Jammin Martin published a new theory of consumptions in 1722. Oh, that's right. They called it consumption. They did. So, chapter one of his book describes the symptoms of consumption or consumption of the lungs. Chapter two is interesting because as Raymond N. Deutsch... Deutsch, I think, describes in his review titled Benjamin Martin and His New Theory of Consumption. It is, quote, a theoretical statement of the germ theory of epidemic diseases that is entirely consistent with what one finds in any modern textbook about medical microbiology. Welcome to germ theory. (laughs) But it's it's kind of interesting that this guy wrote this book in 1722, but he was spot on. Yeah. With, you know, which, I mean. We should all listen to Jammin's. Jammin. And then chapter three and four go over possible cures. So the name tuberculosis was not coined until the mid-19th century. Up until then, consumption or, I hate this word, pathesis. pathesis. That sounds bad. If if you get diagnosed with pathesis? 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 Do you want to see how it's spelled? P-H-T-H-I-S. I-S. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're diagnosed with consumption, that's, you're consuming. Yeah. But pathesis? Pathesis sounds serious. That sounds scary. Mm-hmm. So those were the common medical names, but the average, p- average person, they had a lot of different names for this disease, such as the white plague, or death, mm-hmm. playing on the black plague, lung fever, the bugs. Oh. The bugs. The bugs. the bugs. That sounds like crabs. <laughs> the bugs. Uh, they also called it graveyard cough. Graveyard cough in my one, vagina? Yeah. This one's my favorite. Um, apparently, people also called it a one-way trip to Arizona. Oh, that's a very long name. Man, I got the one-way trip to Arizona in my asshole. <laughs> it, tuberculosis asshole. is not in your ass. <laughs> 
I don't know why asshole so came out. you can out have all it. the anal you want with someone with, ter- uh, I can't even talk, tuberculosis. Tuberculosis? <laughs> tuberculosis. Other names are also Rocks in the Chest and The Robber of Youth. That's very... Oh, sad. That yeah. sounds like a band name. <laughs> I'm gonna rob your youth, idiot. <laughs> Give me all your youth. You're corrupting kids. You're a robber of youth. That really... That's what the ki- what's what parents in the 80s were so terrified of with the Satan panic. They were like, Satan's gonna take all their youth. And he did. <laughs> because look at kids these days. They've got their mobile devices. They're looking at porn. Pornography. They're dabbing. Um, they're whipping. They've got their, they're, they're saying They're hoverboards. They're penny they, boards. What is wrong with walking? They're making memes. Memes? That's right. They took their youth. <laughs> memes memes robbed us of our youth. That's right. Um, Let's just so, call <laughs> memes grave, rob- grave robbers. Robbers of youth. Two girls, one cup took my youth. And <laughs> I was like, ten. Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> so the name White Death appeared in the 18th century because of the extreme paleness of those who were sick. Mm-hmm. They're basically like pastor white. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 19th century, TV also earned the name Captain of All These Men of Death in America. As TV... In America. (laughs) That name was only used in America. That was in my notes. TV was responsible for one in in every four deaths. Oh, jeez. That's a lot of deaths. Yeah, that's a lot of deaths. So TV uh, may also be one reason why we have the vampire myth today. Right. Many people describe someone sick with consumption as wasting away as if their life was being sucked out of them. Uh, as well That's as not as sexy as vampires. <laughs> so as well with Twilight. <laughs> Tuberculosis was very contagious and it seemed like a monster was like attacking all these people, robbing them of their youth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a common way to kill a vampire was to dig up the body of the first person in the village who became sick, and then they would burn and stake it, or stake and then burn. Whichever mm-hmm. method seems best to you to make the soup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not in Twilight, they can't be killed. The vampires, they can't be killed. Their pieces crawl together again. What? If they're... It's like, been a while since I watched we Twilight. Watch Twilight after hey, this. Hey, I haven't just watched it. I've read it, and I've read the movie guides, and I've read the... Whatever the one, uh, it was like a oh, spin-off supplementary book? thing. It was like, the girl's name was Bree. Yeah, I read that one. That was actually g- good. Yeah, yeah. It was sad. Yeah. Yeah. She dies at the end, right? Yeah. Spoiler. It's been out She's for over misled. 10 years. She's just misled, you know? And like the Cullens could have, you know, they could have just taken her in. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Bree. All right. Well, let's talk about capitalism and how bad it is. During the yeah. Industrial Revolution, difficult social conditions such as extremely deprived work settings, poorly ventilated and overcrowded housing, primitive sanitation, malnutrition, and other fa- uh, high-risk factors were highly associated with the disease. So they were common causes. Mm-hmm. Thanks, capitalism. Thanks, capitalism. I worked for the capitalist society, and all I got was tuberculosis. God <laughs> damn it! Every time. So debates about <laughs> the causes of TB and how to cure it began in the 19th century. One theory suggested that it was hereditary, while others suggested that it might be infectious. And so, they were right. Yeah, <laughs> they were right. Spoiler alert: It is hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> The That's fir- why they killed everyone who had it. Yikes. They reproduce. No, they didn't kill them. 
Oh. <laughs> the first successful remedies came in the form of the sanatorium. It was first described in 1854 by Herman Bremer. Does he f***? No. <laughs> He's never f***ed in his life. Herman. Herman. <laughs> Herman has never f***ed in his life. He's a virgin. Virgin <laughs> I think he can f***. He is a doctor, isn't he? I think they No, can... Her, uh, Herman Bremer was a botany student. Oh, well that's more up my alley. <laughs> he... I feel like maybe he can f- he wants to. All right. He well, he fell sick with tuberculosis. Okay. He decided to travel to the he Himalayan mountains, and he found that the fresh mountain air had healing effects. Mm-hmm. He, he founded the first sanatorium in Gorberstorf. Dorf. That's a name. That's a name. Yeah, a mountain town <laughs> with lots of fresh forest air. Around the same time in 1865. 1865. 1865. <laughs> Oh, I think this guy's gonna f- Uh, do you want to say it, Molly, with your good French? The That name? Jean-Atron William. Yeah, he f- Jean. Jean. Vincent. William. That's like my mom's boyfriend. <laughs> okay, Jean- never mind. Jean-Paul. <laughs> Jean. It's spelled J-E-A-N. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. He you was- guys, like, stop bringing in names of my family members? <laughs> I'm not trying to. Yeah. All right. Anyways, JP was Jean. Jean was a French military surgeon, and he was able to demonstrate TB's infectious nature. He f- <laughs> don't look at me like that. He's got the infectious nature. <laughs> he found that soldiers who were stationed in barracks for long periods of time were more likely to fall sick with tuberculosis than those out in the field. He also noted that healthy recruits who came in from the countryside often fell sick with consumption not long after beginning their service. So a lot of soldiers, when they start out, they start off in the barracks where they're, like, in close confinement with a lot of other soldiers. (laughs) 18 naked (laughs) What? Ram Ranch. (laughs) What? I've never heard of this. I literally just played that song. Oh. Oh, (laughs) 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell? Uh, that song is seven minutes. I can send it to you if you okay, want. Okay, country <laughs> boys. <laughs> country boys. Anyway, yeah. it was in 1884 that I hate this last name because it's so bad. Robert Koch, Koch, Koch. It's K O C H. Probably pronounced Koch. Where I don't even say Oh, Koch. I honestly think it's probably Koch. Yeah, Koch. Robert I Koch. don't know for sure, though. Anyways. Bob Cock. He proved that That's bacteria right. was the cause of the disease. Good on you. Good yeah. on you, Cock. <laughs> but that still leaves the question. How do people try to cure it? The best cure people had until the vaccine was first used in 1921 was the rest cure. So people would go to sanatoriums to receive this cure. Sanatoriums were usually designed to allow the most fresh air and sunlight in as possible, even in the winter. So they would leave the, the windows open in the winter, and they would just, like, mm-hmm. bundle you up in blankets, and you just... Breathe! Breathe! <laughs> just breathe. The rest, That's how you get rid of depression. The rest cure also involved a good diet. Many sanatoriums hired the best chefs they could to feed their patients. So this did actually work for many people. However, in the worst cases, there are more extreme attempts at curing the disease. One cure was called the collapse cure, or artificial pneumoniothrax. The infected lung was purposefully collapsed to stop the spread of the disease. Another similar cure 
was called thoroacoplasty. Thoroacoplasty. This is a surgery where surgeons would remove up to eight ribs in order to collapse the lungs. No. They were last-ditch efforts in order to save lives. Surprisingly, they did actually help. There's another one. I can't remember. I don't know if it if it's thorough acoplasty, but there were some cases where they would collapse the lungs and then put mm-hmm. a balloon in there to help mm-hmm. you breathe. You'll float too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's disgusting. It's so bad. It's disgusting. But people lived mm-hmm. after this. I, there was one case where a woman got this and like she was still kicking like 18 years later. Oh, my God. oh okay. Sign me up. <laughs> Class my lung right here and now. That's another it. excuse to not do exercise. Just collapse my lungs. So sanitarms played a huge part in the cure of patients with TB. A big part of that was also keeping up morale. You didn't want your patients to get sad. So they didn't want them to see the bodies of their fellow patients mm-hmm. who just happened to mm-hmm. die after they had eight ribs taken out. Mm-hmm. Mysterious circumstances. Uh, that would be pretty devastating and make if and if you were a patient, it would probably make you feel pretty hopeless. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So as scary as it sounds to have death tunnels under these sanatoriums, yeah. where they would take you either to a hearse or a crematorium, it was for the betterment of the patient still alive. Oh, I would have appreciated that for sure. Yeah, if I was there. Yeah, it's just now it sounds kind of creepy, but like at the time, it's like. I don't want to see that. Yeah, no, Waver- <laughs> Waverly Hills had a similar thing, right? Yeah, it's a death tunnel. It's like a 30, it like drops, like, mm-hmm. it's like a slope, and they would well, just like string Even down. like modern hospitals, they have really tunnels taking yeah. the bodies out. Yeah, like they have they... tunnels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Santorums were either turned into other kinds of hospitals um, at, by like the 1950s, as like the cure became more accessible, mm-hmm. not the cure, the vaccine mm-hmm. became more accessible, um, or they were abandoned. Um, TB still exists today, and it is mutating, which requiring stronger vaccines and new research in order to combat these new strains of TB. Oh, Can TB. those bacteria just stop? Like, the antibiotics, like, we don't have more antibiotics yet. Antibiotics. Like, stop? The bacteria needs to stop. It's got enough. It's got enough. It's, it's been enough. It's you been know, enough, they've taken yeah. enough lives. Yeah. And antibiotics, like, those are a bitch to take. You oh, I know, about all, that. I know all about that. Yeah. yeah, so to close that segment, just take care of yourself. Don't <laughs> yeah. TB. Vaccinate your kids. Yeah. So Don't now, breathe. back to yeah. no pemming. No, no pemming. pemming. No pemming. Like, not no a pemmican, right? Pemmican? No, we it's no pemming. It's no pemming. Pemmican. No pemming. Pemmican. Stop it. It's no pemming. Pemmican. No pemming! Canadian pemmican. history, I learned. Alright, so as they said before, it opened May 22nd, 1912, and it worked under the direction of the St. Louis County Sanatorium Commission. St. Louis. Yep. What is that um, abbreviated to? S L C C C. If you're trying to make something funny, it's not happening. I don't know. The slack. The slack. <laughs> Pick up the slack. So the name Nopeming comes from the Ojibwe or Chippewa vocabulary. It means out of the wood, out in the woods, or in the forest. It was suggested suggested by Reverend Frank Piquet, who was a missionary. He suggested the name because the land was traditional Ojibwe hunting grounds. Well, that's a very, very nice sentiment that a missionary would do. Let's just name it after the local language. That's yeah. lovely. He was the only person to do that. Everybody okay, else had like good. historical names or like um, American patriarchs. Okay, never mind. Then like that's names. Good. He was the only person to actually be like, hey, we should do no pemming. And then they did a vote and they decided no pemming. I just like being a But the reason that they picked no pemming. 
Schmalling. But the reason they picked Nip Hemming was because th- they thought that it was romantic. Okay. And then that gets a little bit weird. But That's no. kind of like names around here, though. Like, there's a lot of, like, yeah. indigenous names for stuff. Yeah, Coquitlam. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where else? I don't know. I don't know. I said that point, and yeah. I can't think of a single thing now. And then, like, there's also, like, names like False Creek, which is, like, stolen indigenous false. land. Why is it false? What did the creek do wrong? Well, I don't think the creek did Isn't anything Isn't it, wrong. like, an I inlet, think it was... like... Yeah. But we call it a creek. Maybe that's why it's a that's false weird. creek. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So the location that Nepeming was uh, is on, it was selected because of its accessibility, protection, sanitation, scenic views, and its agricultural development. That sounds a lot like um, Essendale. Uh, so Nepeming is made up of 31 different buildings, including the main building, the Trudeau building. Oh. I don't think there's a relation. Okay. Is it spelled the same? Yes. Justin Trudeau. No, it's in Pierre. S- it's Pierre Trudeau. That's what it's. No, it's it was 1912. Pierre, Pierre, Pierre Trudeau. Pierre Trudeau was not born yet. When was he born? Because he was like prime minister in what, like the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, Pierre Trudeau no, just inserting himself. Anyway, he wouldn't have been born. But his parents would have been born. I mean, I bet. there might be. A, I didn't look into that. It's connection. the Trudeau family. It's, it's a conspiracy. The Trudeau building was uh, held the nursing program, so that's for nurses and stuff to train. There is the Wilcuts. Annex, uh, annex to house more patients and the children's cottage. There is also the Chateau building, which was built in 1926. Chateau, see, that's French. That's the Trudeau family. Yeah. The Chateau building had <laughs> operating rooms, and it looked like the modern hospitals we know today. Other buildings included steam and water filtration plants, houses for doctors and nurses, cabin-style structures that patients rested in when while they took walks around the sanatorium. Walks are a pretty common prescription. Take like, a walk. Yeah, just be like, oh, you're having trouble breathing today? Go take a walk, idiot. <laughs> yeah, that was aggressive. Yeah, I'm sorry. Idiot. <laughs> just go walk that around was... a little bit. Yeah, you'll, you'll feel, feel better. better. Oh, you're feeling depressed? Just go get a little outside. You're feeling de- depressed? I'm going to be depressed yoga? outside. Have you tried yoga? Have you tried drinking water? <laughs> I'll still well, have- Molly, I know you haven't tried drinking water. <laughs> I know you haven't so, tried yoga. I've tried yoga. Like, once? No. Does yoga once? I've tried yoga. Uh, Nipeming also had tennis courts and a dining hall with a stage where many plays were performed. Oh, lovely. What kind of plays? I don't know. Did they do Hamlet? I don't think they would have done that for people dying, Molly. <laughs> Never a bad time to teach your patients about Shakespeare. Well, not Hamlet, though. That's they they have, can do a comedy. Like, yeah. we saw Merry Wives of Windsor. They could have done that. They could have done a, com- a comedy of errors. The Tempest? Yeah. That's not a comedy. No. That's not a comedy. Uh, okay. So by it is if someone gets married, but I haven't. The Tempest is all about colonialism. Well, they were colonialists back in those days. Colonialism? What a comedy! <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, so by World War II, there are about 300 patients at Nopeming, including children. 37 of these patients, not the, not the children, 37 of these patients and medical staff went overseas to fight in World War II. When they returned, tuberculosis was on the decline. Wait, what? They let the patients go fight? If, they was, just if say... it wasn't, like, bad, I'm assuming. Oh. But yeah, that's... apparently what I saw was that a couple so of patients were at, like, I want to go fight. You're at a retreat for, like... TB. Yeah. And you're like, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm gonna go fight some Nazis. I'm gonna go fight. I respect that. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy, but yeah. <laughs> I'd be pissed if I was a soldier and I ended up with TB from some guy that decided he was done being on a retreat yeah. for TB. 
<laughs> and wanted to go fight Nazis. Like he just wanted to punch him. Well, I respect that, but at the same time, like know your place, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they returned, tuberculosis was on the decline. That's, oh, that's great. good. The vaccine. Probably because they sent them overseas to the fight Nazis. The vaccine was fun, more accessible. It was bumping. Vaccines bumping. <laughs> vaccine was. F-ing. If only the vaccines were bumping today. Yeah. Anti-vaxxers. Yeah. <laughs> vaccinate your vaccinate your kids. Family, so, they're still bumping. Vaccines fuck. Yeah. So the sanatorium was a nursing home until it closed in 2002. The reason it closed was because the owners could not afford to pay the $5 million it would have cost to repair the whole campus and bring it up to modern codes. Mm. Yikes. Yeah, so they were forced to close it. So, of course, death Five was... million isn't even that much, though. Like, couldn't someone have donated apparently, it? Like... Apparently, between, like, before, uh, leading up to 2002, they lost about $3 million. Somebody help these people restore their sanatorium. Well, they're working on it. I'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, death was a pretty ominous presence. Uh, no, pardon <laughs> So many did die to tuberculosis, but people also took their own lives. Um, Even though they were so free in the nature. Taking walks well, every day? I mean, think about it this way, though. Yeah. It's a pretty intense disease, mm-hmm. and if you're living at a time when there isn't access yeah. to a, a well, vaccine... Well, I think if they were going to talk about collapsing my lungs, maybe I would want to die instead, too. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty scary. So buildings housing patients are actually forced to put bars over staircases, windows, and balconies to prevent people from jumping. That's why they success. There is also uh, a premeditated murder-suicide at Nopeming. Oh. During a Mother's Day celebration in May of 1940, a man named John Wintonak, he shot and killed a patient named Alex Suffolk before taking his own life. Police found notes in John's pockets that detailed how John planned to commit the crime over several, several years However, the why exactly still remains unknown. It's pretty hmm. intense. Yeah, that's not Wait, great. Wait, what year was this? 1940. 1940. Of course they didn't solve it back then. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nopeming does have a problem with people trespassing into the buildings now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nopeming does, however, to combat this problem, they opened up ghost tours. And there is, you can also take a ghost hunting class which is about 140 to 160 American dollars. And all this started after the Ghost Adventures episode aired. And it was as a way to stop people from trespassing dangerously and mm-hmm. possibly hurting themselves or causing more damage to the buildings. So the Paranormal Investigation class, it includes exclusive overnight access to... N- 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 I can't talk! Does this cost less than $5 million? It costs $169 per person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then why wouldn't you just raise the money to open up a hospital again? I guess because it's more of a cash grab to... Yeah, but I mean, people aren't dying of tuberculosis anymore. It's true. At least... People are dying of old age. People are dying of lots of things, Molly. Yeah. People are dying, Molly. Think about that before you (laughs) want to open your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So then open up the hospital. Well, but no, here, listen to this. It's isolated, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's way yeah. up there in the middle of the woods. It's um, it can be a like mental health retreat. Yeah, so uh, where people happen to have died in the past. The paranormal investigation class includes exclusive overnight access to No Pemming Sanatorium, access to a psychic medium, a medium vigil, group seances, structured vigils, ghost a a hunt with experienced ghost hunting team, use of the the group's name is Ghost Hunt, which just sucks. That's such a God, shitty... come on. Come on, people. Ghost hunt! 
Go ghost hunt. hunt. But you ghost have, <laughs> but you have access to their equipment, which in- includes trigger objects and EMF meters, private time to explore this location, and to undertake your very own private vigils. But that's scary. Why would I? But you're allowed to go by yourself. Uh, and it, uh, but there is staff throughout all of the buildings, so you're not always by yourself in case you happen mm-hmm. to break a bone. It also includes unlimited refreshments, including coffee, tea, hot chocolate, bottled water, and soda, and a selection of snacks. Oh. <laughs> Unlimited. So you just have to eat your 160 bucks worth of snacks. Yeah, and you're good. Yeah. I'm the snack. Go hungry. Get out of here. Stop it, Molly. This I'm not is hungry serious anymore. business. Anyways. I told my mom I'd be home for dinner, so. It's 516. I don't need a snack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, there's a lot of poltergeist activity at No Peming. One example is a tricycle that moves on its own. There are photos that show it facing in one direction, and then you'll take, like, another photo, like, a couple minutes later, and it's facing the other way. I feel like that's very mm. easy to fake. Oh, it totally is. Um, there's also been doors opening, sounds of a, a little girl giggling. A local radio host claims they saw a chair move on its own, and when they slept there overnight, they were kicked by what they claim was a ghost. Like, they were just oh. sleeping on the floor and then just got curb-stomped. What if it was, like, a raccoon or something? <laughs> like, crawling over? He said that it felt like just, like, a full-ass human foot just, like, kicking them. That's freaky. Yeah. He probably Why would he sleep there, though? People are whack. Do people sleep in, um, oh. no coming? Oh, man, I'm getting tired. There's also, uh, people claim to see shadow figures and they feel cold spots. That's, yeah, that's very typical haunting shit. Yeah. yeah. So the most common apparition seen is a young nine-year-old girl. Paranormal investigator Missy Phoebus of Paranormal Research Minnesota claims that she and attendees of one of her ghost hunt classes saw the girl and heard her in the same hallway where the tricycle moves. Apparently there's a photo of her, but I cannot find it. Mm. Source your f***ing photos. Yeah. God. That's really upsetting. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I also took notes on the Ghost Adventures episode this morning. All I'm gonna say is, the highest number I could find of people who were at No Peming was about 300. Okay. And Zach Bagans kept f***ing saying, Over th- thousands of deaths! Thousands of people have died here! So many f***ing thousands of people died! Thousands, 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 thousands of people died! Zachary Bagels. <laughs> But it was open for a long time, wasn't it? It was. I mean, possibly over time, you might have gotten, like, into the, like, a thousand range, Mm -hmm. but it was not thousands. It was pretty... There was just dead bodies just everywhere, just piles. There wasn't. Piles and piles. Up in the ceiling. It wasn't. Um, Yeah, they just put them wherever they can. Up your wazoo. (laughs) It was up the wazoo. No, I mean, from, like, from what I could find researching, like, 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 in 1940, it was... Like, 45, it was around 300 patients. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and they tried to keep it at a low number to be able to take care of everybody. So, I mean, maybe over time it might have reached, like, a thousand number. But not but thousands. stop saying thousands. It's, you dramatic It's, it's Zachary. He's Anyways, gonna always have a lot to say. TV shows about the paranormal are just the Wikipedia. Yeah, to be honest. I feel like anytime we cover, like... A location that's been covered by Ghost Adventures were always like... I mean, it's a fun show, but like... Yeah. If you want to actually get into a place, do your own research. It's basically... Yeah. Go there, sleep on the floor... Get kicked. Get kicked. ghost. Just... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I just thought that was so funny. 
to interrupt. No, it's okay. I will say one time I took cold medicine and had a couple drinks, and I thought someone touched me, but I don't think anyone actually did. Like, I felt someone grab my arm, but I don't think anyone did, so I will say maybe he was in the same situation. Yeah, I took cold, cold medicine, medicine and a couple of drinks. Yeah. I just fell asleep on the floor of the Yeah, like ass. I jerked awake, and I was like, oh. Who's here? <laughs> no, I don't think anyone was there. Who's here? Yeah. So, <clears throat> in conclusion... <laughs> Don't have NyQuil before you go there. That's, yeah, that's my That's a good tip. Conclusion. Yeah. So, come to. in conclusion, Nopeming is a sad place. Many people, not thousands, did die there. TV is a pretty horrible way to go. It does make me think of a quote, actually from the book that you got me, Molly, uh, The Ghost, A Cultural History by Suzanne o- Susan Owens. There's a quote that says, uh, Ghosts are mirrors of the times. They're reflections of our preoccupations moving with cultural, the cultural trends and matching the mood of each age. So today we associate ghosts with, like, TV shows and the latest technology to find them. And, like, also old abandoned buildings because, like, so, there's so much new around us that anything old just kind of, like, stands out as, mm-hmm. like, creepy. Um, or also places of death, such as hospitals. And thanks to horror movies, we also think of ghosts as, like, dark and violent and, like, kind of associate them with, like, nightmarish mm-hmm. kind of qualities. But Nopeming is interesting because it fits most of those. It's dark, it looks scary, it's abandoned. You can take a ghost hunting class there. Like, Nopeming definitely reflects ghosts and reflects how ghosts view us today. Would you have a Bellini while you ghost hunt at Nopeming Sanatorium? Malé. Um. There's already unlimited snacks, so I feel like if they could add alcohol to that, it's not a big stretch. Yeah. Yeah. I could see them implementing a bar there. Then also that's kind of stupid. That's very because... dangerous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like it's an old building. They haven't repaired it so yet. So bring your own. Bring your own alcohol. <laughs> bring a flask. <laughs> that's dangerous. Yeah. But um Sure. I would have a drink as long as I'm not walking around there because I don't want to fall through a it's f- one drink. It's one drink. It's one drink. Yeah. I get f-ed up after one drink though. Yeah. I wouldn't want to pull, um, not to be an it fan on me, but I wouldn't want to pull an Eddie Kazbrack and just fall through the floor. Okay, well. Okay, well, weird yeah. flex, but okay. Yeah. Just don't that's, fall that's, through the floor then. That's pretty easy. That's yeah. all I got. Okay. okay. Um, Remember to stay peachy. Yes. Do we have anything else I, to say? No. No. Okay. <laughs> do we do our bye thing? Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and we hope that you enjoyed the episode. This episode features the voices of Molly Lorette, Ashley Smith, and Bethany Williamson. Our theme music was composed and produced by Larry Lorette. Our cover image was designed by Kate, and sound editing was done by Molly. Have any comments, concerns, or cases you want us to cover? Email us at demonsandbellinis at gmail.com. You can also find us at demonsandbellinis on Tumblr, demonsandbellinis on Instagram, and at dbellinis on Twitter. That's capital D and capital B. You'll also be able to find case pictures tweeted out there and posted on our Instagram. Also, make sure that if you like what we do here, drop us a donation on coffee, which you can find through our Twitter. Thanks again, and we hope that you keep your ears open.